0: You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. Hey y'all! Hey gods and goddesses! Hey gods and goddesses! <laughs> I want to say it as proper as Jordan
1: says it. Like one day I'll
0: Ooh, be how, proper. How do I say it proper?
1: <clears throat> hey gods and goddesses!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sex phone operator. <laughs> Is that what I sound like? Yeah, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Guys, do you see Obama's glow? I mean, that man came back with a vengeance. No, he's actually walking around smiling, pointing he's, his fingers.
0: He's back in America. I ain't never seen more of his teeth in his mouth ever <laughs> in my life. He had <laughs> his shirt on
1: button. He was like, I am happy. I am right. calm. Did y'all, I am y'all see good?
0: also Michelle at her soul cycle class? I really? saw that. I didn't person. see that. Michelle got the yams. Yes, she? Yeah, she does. Can you stop looking at our first lady's <laughs> yams? Like, could you have some? She, listen, she had them out there. I'm just saying, I have to give props for they do. No, she okay? looks good. Obama
1: looks good. Like, as much as it saddens me to know that he is out of office, I'm like happy he's finally living his life after eight years. Same.
0: Yeah. Because I can only
1: imagine the stress they put our first black president under. Because mm-hmm. I
0: can't. I wouldn't be surprised if that man starts like Benjamin buttoning and like <laughs> getting younger
1: because <laughs> Benjamin buttoning. Uh
0: uh-huh. huh. So now dope. we just got makeup stuff. Uh huh. I always thought he was <sighs> handsome too. No, he is. Extremely but I like old handsome. guys too, so
1: not Who? old. old. <laughs> not old. old. <laughs> if you're listening and you're related if you're old over the age of fifty five, Jordan no, is looking no, for not you. Not that old. What but are you thinking? You do look good, huh? Well, how old?
0: Like, I, like, okay, this is going to sound kind of weird, but, like, a 30-year-old looks good to me.
1: Maybe you're attracted to their mindset.
0: Yeah, and the fact that they don't look like babies in the face. And
1: they don't act like children. You know, but, you know, some of them still act like children, too. I I can't get
0: my eye to stop leaking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're emotional every episode. So, let's just move into our affirmation
0: this week. Give it to his girlfriend.
1: (sighs) You guys know it's from my favorite, favorite, favorite favorite person ever, Alex L. Al. I'm obsessed with her. So she actually put up a post today, and it actually relates so much to the topic that we're about to speak about because it... I'm going to just tell you guys. I'm excited. So today I affirm with resilience must come tenderness. And, you know, you're probably listening to it at first, like, I ain't tender. I'm not soft. Yeah. But it's, like, important.
0: It's okay to be soft.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's okay to be hard. And it's okay to be soft.
0: Yeah. Like absolutely. a good
1: um point we were talking about is that sometimes we're put in situations where the outcome or the decisions we made like forces us to like not want to do that anymore. Like for example, dating someone and perhaps they cheated on you or something like that, and that causes you to like close off that whole part of you that would have been open to mm-hmm. a new relationship. Like put a shell
0: on, makes you callous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And because of that, it's like you're you're holding yourself back. You're missing out on opportunities because who knows? Like the next man could change Mr. your right life.
0: Could walk right into your life and you would look over you him. You would
1: not even know.
0: Yeah. So at that point, like.
1: You gotta be soft mm-hmm. and strong at the same time. Just let yourself be yourself. Don't force yourself to make decisions that, you know, are based off of someone else's decisions. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Okay. So this week for Unbossed, we have Ashley Hunter with gifts for For all occasions. She specializes in diaper cakes, baskets, candy cake, um, and other personalized gifts. Let me tell y'all, her stuff is so cute. So basically, you tell her like your favorite things or whoever it's for, like their favorite things. Um, she'll give you like you know her price breakdown or whatever. And then from that, she creates these cute individualized gifts. Um, baskets, like the baskets are pretty, the tool that she wraps them the bows are beautiful she also like if you're having a child's birthday party and you need a candy cake or something like that she'll make whole cakes out of candy you're doing a a baby shower you need a gift or something like that she hooks it up so you can um, contact her at hunter.ashley6 at gmail.com she mails everywhere in the continental u.s Um, and if you want to look at her stuff on instagram it's at gifts underscore for underscore all underscore occasions. Of course, we're going to have her on our page or our social media pages um, when we release the episode. So we'll tag all of her information in there.
1: Her baskets are by far the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. And I literally want one for myself.
0: We can make that happen. No, can we? Yeah, we can. I
1: feel like everyone probably thinks I'm extra and I overindulge, but I really, really,
0: really <laughs> like those baskets. They're really like, cute. No, they're seriously, super. And cute. actually, I bought. Well, I didn't buy it. My mother bought one for my aunt for her birthday, um, and I think maybe Ashley and my mom were like in it together. I don't know the details, but they like had her favorite wines and her favorite um, body wash and candles and lipstick stuff like that.
1: Wow, so it's tailored just for that person. Exactly. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because I began these gift boxes for Christmas that be having stuff I don't even know the name Yeah. And it ends up in the garbage. Yeah, it sits there and then it's thrown away. So, yeah, Ashley, definitely hit her up. Go to her for your gift basket
0: needs. And, yeah, she's super dope. Give good gifts. Everyone likes a good gift giver. Yeah. if you need help, she'll help you out. Definitely. So... It's time for this goddess talk.
1: Yes.
0: Excited. Today we are tapping
1: into, you know, one of the most controversial, but also. Important. Important topics. Yeah. Feminism. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Drops clues bomb. (laughs) When you move to New York and now you think, (laughs) when you live in the metropolitan area and you think you're from here. Right. Drops clues (laughs) bomb. (laughs) You're hilarious.
0: All right. So would you consider yourself a feminist? I am undoubtedly a feminist. Yeah. Um, I started recognizing my feminist ways in the fifth grade. Yeah. Um, I, Partially because I went to an all-girls school, um, and they made a point to, like, really talk about the power that women had, and that you don't, like, have to be a man to get what a man has. Right. Um, I mean, then, it was specifically in the realms of, like, math and science and college and stuff like school stuff obviously but then I I saw that translate in other aspects of my life what about you
1: no yeah I'm definitely a feminist but like I obviously didn't have that same experience of learning it I think kind of just like being first of all my whole family is female Mm -hmm. okay the like the two boys that's like the three boys that was in my family one of my cousins he died and then it's like two younger boys so majority of us is all female right they're strong, they have jobs, they own properties, they have homes. Like, being around that, like, you can't have the mindset that you can't do it. Right. So, even if I, like, put myself up to somebody like Obama, somebody in my family is telling me, oh, you can do it. Yeah, you, you know can what have I'm saying? That too. Right. So, that it didn't come off as feminism at first, probably until I reached college, honestly, yeah. that I put an actual definition. To a word to how I was living my life but yeah I'm like one of those rub it in your face type feminists like I will have a conversation with strangers about Mm -hmm. it because it's like so important and it's like not talked about well now it's kind of trendy for people
0: it is I would definitely say it's a I hope you know it's trendy but I hope it's not just a trend that was my
1: next question because I'm starting to feel like everyone's jumping on this feminism bandwagon Mm -hmm. but when Donald Trump is gone hopefully very soon Not like a malicious way or anything like that, but like obviously out of presidency. I hope it's not something that fades.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. But I hope in this time people are seeing that it's so important, you know? Yeah. Because with that, I mean, not to say that we wouldn't recognize like wrongs if we didn't have a word or like a movement around it, but think about the amount of men who felt that grabbing a woman by her pussy was okay. And then mm. now you have feminism that's bolstered, and it's huge, and it's everywhere. Right. And you have all these women recognized, and that's not okay.
1: It's, it's and you, never okay. And it's
0: okay to say it's not okay. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and it's okay to say no. Yeah. Like, I don't have to agree. Like, I've seen, like, people, like, when the Donald Trump-Hillary Clinton race was happening, I've seen couples divide for their, for their ballots, like, who they voted for. Right. And, like, that's so scary to think that you would vote for a man who talks about women the way he does. like Honestly. That makes me question everything about it you. It does,
0: and that's it has kind of going off topic, but well, what I'm about to say, but I saw someone that was like, I can't believe that... It. it was like a meme or something, like, it's not okay to unfriend someone because of their choice of the president. But I'm like, what that man b- believes... That's his principle. Those are his principles. And that's what his party stands on, regardless of if if everybody agrees. Right. He's the president, which means he's the leader of that party, which means he reflects the sentiment of the party.
1: And also, if you're only saying like you only disagree with that one sentiment that he said and you agree with everything else, he's like he he lives by that sentiment. Like he says that. Yeah. If you agree with
0: that you agree with everything, right? Like he does, he does a bunch of heinous stuff. Like when he owned what was it the Miss America pageant? Yeah. Walking into the dressing rooms because he could because he owned it. That's what he said. Or he saw some little girl and was like, "Oh, in ten years or something like like you're basically the gr- little girl was cute and he's like, "Oh, in ten years I can make you a wife or something." I'm like, you shouldn't be looking at anybody's ten year old that way.
1: Yeah, and he also said he would sleep with his own child Which because she was disgusting. so disgusting.
0: And he don't have it's cute not kids, even funny. so right. That tastes And plus a her clothes is up. on
1: sale for like ninety nine <laughs> cents at Nordstrom. Let Rack, me tell you how so. I was.
0: I was at Nordstrom one day, saw the cutest shoes. They were Ivanka Trump. Girl, I I I, like, right I literally back. walked up to him, like, Oh my god, this is so cute. I was looking for like a particular shoe. That was it. Picked them up. I was looking for a style. I picked it up. Saw was Ivanka Trump. I was like, well, gotta go. Yeah, now
1: unfortunately, I, don't have this I will shoe. no longer need that shoe.
0: Yeah. So yeah, what? Um, So
1: let's get into, like, defining feminism, because I feel like there's so many definitions Mm -hmm. about it. But, like, this is a definition I obviously researched and I found online. But it says feminism is advocacy of women's rights on the basis of equality of
0: sexes. Mm -hmm. So could we note the equality part? Yeah, could we note that? Because men tend to think this is like this women are better than men Syndrome. It's not even that. It's not about anyone being better. It's, it's about the fact that e- we are equal. the same. Yeah.
1: We're the same. So, I shouldn't work in an office where you're offering someone $55,000 because he's a man in order of offering me $45,000 because I'm a female. 70 cents on the
0: dollar. 70 cents on the dollar is what we make to a man. You know, that's so disheartening because if I and not not to shade anyone's work ethic, but I think in college I realized that Like, grades, there are two types of people. There are people who don't have to work and are just good at things. Mm -hmm. It comes natural. Then there's people who have to work a little bit more to get what they have. And that could be a man and that could be a woman. But I feel like in a work setting, this is my experience, um, I've seen men bullshit and, and people think it's gold. Amazing. But then you have this woman who Mediocre. works hard. Not to say the man doesn't work hard, but you see this woman who's staying late, who's coming in early, who's doing x y z and then they treat her idea like it's shit. Because you know what it is also like women we
1: always feel as women that we have to do more. We like, do. Whether it's to overcompensate. Like, we do. We have to overcompensate because we're not men and it's not even something that we do on purpose. It's yeah. like on accident honestly. Yeah. At times I'll find myself raising my hand to do something that somebody else should have done. But because I think, like, oh, I can get it done. I can do it quicker. I can do it so that person doesn't have to do it. Yeah. I feel like I should just do it.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: But no. Like, if it's an opportunity, like, I feel like it should be, like, so equal. Like, Mm ugh. It frustrates me that people don't see what we see.
0: Yeah, And and two, it's also a very subconscious thing. Because going off of that whole, like, man in the office type of situation... We had an intern at my job, and he was like basically like our department intern, and at the end of your internship, you basically, you do this like research the entire semester, and then you present it to us at the end. Well, it's two, mind you, of, of the department people who were there, it's two women and one man. Myself, I'm, I'm one of the women. Our intern didn't even look at the women in the room. It was a boy, and he looked directly at the man in our department and didn't address all of us, and I don't think he did it on purpose. Yeah, it, it just, just he popped natural. into presenter mode and he stared he stared straight at one person's face the entire time and I'm thinking like, I- are there not other people in the room? You know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like he felt more comfortable sharing that professional information with the man. I mean, grants I didn't ask him, but that's just like the vibe that I got, and, and it's not far off because it happens every day. You walk into a big uh, like a, a important meeting with important people in the company, and you'll see the men take control of the room.
1: Yeah. It's always, like, the struggle for... what's Like a power struggle. A power struggle.
0: Yeah. The struggle for who has the power. And I think that's why it's so hard for men to accept feminism.
1: Oh, my gosh. Basically. Yeah. They don't want to accept the fact that a woman can be better than them. Or even another man can be better than them. Yeah. Their pride and their ego would, like, deteriorate the whole male species if it was, like... If it was left
0: to them. Yeah. You know... I like Charlemagne. He's grown on me. He said something very He's important. He's acquired. He's acquired He is, because I did not like him, period, point blank, for a long time until he started vocalizing that he was wrong about stuff. Yeah. And we started saying, I'm wrong. Now I need to learn about it. And he started doing that, and I was like, okay, I can give you some space. Because that's human. Yeah. But he said something very important on his um, – it doesn't matter where it was from. But he said, women are so important, and he doesn't understand why people don't see that. He said, a man really had, in his opinion, has two roles to – Protect and provide. A woman does everything else. Right. So I don't understand how people don't see that she's just important as just important. important. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you don't have someone to comfort you to console, you don't have somebody to problem solve. Yep. You don't have somebody to To do, be there for you because nobody else will. Okay. To bolster you up when you're at your lowest. You know what right. I'm saying? So even when you're down and out, she's still picking you up by the bootstraps. Right. Men's and not a man's not gonna do that for another man because y'all gonna talk about his <laughs> gay right y'all going to talk about cuz all your he's friends want to
1: do is turn up they don't want to hear about what's going on bad in your life yeah. they want to know if you got money to put
0: on the bottle in the club okay but not money on your books see right. but you get a woman who you know it wouldn't be me but it's a couple let me not say i can not you never say never but i haven't to date but you know what i'm saying not to get like
1: biblical biblical but like god said you know the woman came from a man's rib you know, he said that that's where women came from.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you think about where the rib is located... It's what does it
0: protect? Right. Every vital organ in your body. Not
1: only that, it's on the side where if something was to pop out of a rib, <laughs> it would be at the equal height of you because it's not coming from below you. It's mm-hmm. not coming from above you. He's, He's saying coming from right that from your side. it's coming right from your side. As if we are standing right here, like you came from my rib. That's why people be like, hashtag my, my rib. rib. Yeah. Because that's what God says. So if God already said that a hundred quadrillion billion years ago, why is it so hard to understand that yeah. feminists are just trying to say that we are equal? And
0: before y'all start Bible thumping and, and talking about you know how um, man's ahead of the household and stuff like that, we're strictly talking about where woman <laughs> came from. Don't give me no, no other Bible verse. Right. So in your opinion, what do you think being a feminist looks like? Looks like yeah. Honestly, I feel
1: like feminism isn't even a look. Like, right. I feel like genuinely it's like a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You can't be a feminist just Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to live a feministic lifestyle, if that even makes sense. And it doesn't mean you have to be extreme. Yeah, so Like for crazy. All you
0: men listening, a feminist can be hairy and, <laughs> you know, not give a shit about what y'all think, but that doesn't mean every feminist is running around with hairy legs and brows right. and mustaches and, and armpit hair and, men and punching y'all and does CrossFit. Screaming. Like, and if that's what she wants to do, then that's fine. But that's not every feminist. And it's important not to put, you know... Labels yeah. on anyone. Yeah, exactly. A feminist
1: it, can be somebody like... Beyonce is a feminist. Right, Nicki Minaj is a feminist. Exactly. Like, these are all feministic people and these are qualities that, you know, you look to manipulate. Like, one thing that, like, really resonates with me is, like weirdly tyra banks Mm -hmm. when she had an american next top model like Mm -hmm. back in the day day. when it was good (laughs) when it was good one through eight but you know she used to say like little tidbits that i was like damn like wow like i want to do that or like i want to be a part of that and she wasn't even talking to me yeah you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. that resonated with me and it kind of made me like a businesswoman Mm -hmm. uh changed my mindset on things because you know in in as a child you think like all right, yeah, boys are supposed to go play soccer and you're supposed to go play jump Barbie rope dolls, or yeah. Barbie dolls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not to say anything is wrong with that, because that's completely fine. I love me a good Barbie okay. doll. All
0: right. But like if
1: I wanna get up and play soccer, which I don't, but if I wanted to, that's I, what could I could be do. I should be able to get and, up you know, and
0: play. My mom, I think she tried to like cross like make that make that um present in my life when I was younger because like my mom would only give me dolls that look like me. That's like, important. I never got blonde Barbies. I never got white Barbies, period. I got Kayla. I got the the brats. I got Yasmin. Yep. I got the light skinned looking Barbies. And I have a, I have a stepsister who's brown. So she got the Sasha Barbie. I mean the right. Sasha Brat and I can't remember what the black Barbie doll's name is, but she got the black like the brown skin one, you know? Yep. But uh, you know, and we we were I was very girly and all that kind of stuff. And for one Christmas, my mom bought me a video game. So I unwrapped it. I'm like, Mom, I think you meant to put Thomas's name on this. And she was like, No, this yours. Sure. So she was trying to show me that you don't just have to play with Barbies. You know what I'm saying? It's okay if you want to play with a video game. And not that I wanted to, but she let me explore that. Yeah. So I actually
1: will share like a like actually I actually only share this story with like. My friends, and that's only by force because I think like my mom brought it up one day and they like found out. Mm-hmm. So when I was like, like my mom was about to have me and she had a baby shower, they thought I was supposed to be a boy. Mm. So the baby shower is all boy items, boy sneakers. I had jo- Jordans, uh hoodies. Like I looked like a little boy. So when, when she like went into labor and I was born and they found out I was a girl for the first year of my life, I dressed like a boy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So then my dad goes on to have, you know, three daughters. Of all the times he wanted a son, he ended right. up to have three daughters. So I guess this kind of, like, didn't really place, like, a strong, like... Like, it wasn't unequal in my house. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad did the video games. If you wanted to do that, you could go downstairs and play the video games. Mm-hmm. My mom did the hair and, you know, dressing up and all that stuff, and you could also have that type of vision. But, like, <laughs> being a little baby boy for the first year <laughs> of my life, looking back at pictures, I'm like, y'all really did this to me? You know, like, it's so funny.
0: But, like, looking back, it's, like, funny. You know, it's crazy. We're it's 500 miles apart, and, you know, they didn't mistake me as a boy. They knew I was a girl, and my mom still didn't care.
1: <laughs> you still look like a little no, boy. No,
0: like, first of all, I'm pretty sure my name is Jordan because it's unisex. Um My mom wanted a boy so bad. My dad wanted a boy. There's this picture of me, my mom, and my aunt dressed up in Jordans. <laughs> we all have the same outfit: is black jeans, a Tommy Hilfiger <sighs> so
1: sweatshirt, was a little boy and a, too. yeah,
0: I was a little boy too. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. and then we turned out to be super
1: hard feminists. Yeah, like, it was like and I'm like low key
0: a girly girl now. So too, complete opposite.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I do like love my homeless attire, but you know that's
0: so true. <laughs> I definitely am, a but girl I love girl. a good brow. Like I love some nice lipstick. But I do, but yeah, going into. So what do you think... Okay, I think this is something that resonates with both of us because we identify, but... Um Being black and being feminist. Oh, my gosh. You
1: know my problem with being black and being feminist? Everyone feels like you have to choose one over the other. Yeah. Like, you cannot be pro-black and Mm pro-feminist. Like, you have to choose one. Yeah,
0: or when it comes time to, like, protest or, like, talk about this, you have to pick one. You know what I'm saying? And that that gets difficult. It gets very difficult. It gets very difficult because,
1: honestly, we're the two of the lowest minorities. We're women and And then we're black.
0: we're black, yeah.
1: We're black women, so now we want to... Raw raw for women, which are the same women. No shade, no tea. But that's not
0: rah-rah for our black That's men's. not yeah. Yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? So we're standing with our women, our fellow women. But when we look at our pro black side, it's the men that's standing with us. Yeah. Like you know. And then
0: it, oh, and the the other side of the coin, when we're raw with these white women, it's not like these. It's not like a ton of black men are like yeah, they're not. You're equal too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, so that that makes it difficult being a being a black feminist. And I do want to point out the fact that. Feminism feminism as an umbrella is embraced, but white feminism and black feminism look different. It looks different, but I feel like it's basically the same thing. I feel
1: like Caucasian women... They were so used to being by like their man. Not that black women aren't, but like when a white man, man, right? That's why it looks different. That's why it looks different. (laughs) But when a white man says we're voting for Trump, the white woman is always like, "If my husband thinks that decision is the best, then we should go with that decision." Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas a black family, that could break up a home. Yeah, like that could make someone homeless. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a serious (laughs) issue. And not to say that's something that has gone for generations and generations. When you watch even old shows where like, what's the one where all the kids used to pop up in the triangle, the circ the square? The Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. Like just how the Brady Bunch mom reacted with the Brady Bunch dad. It was almost like he was always superior to everything she said. Mm-hmm. And that that translated into the white American family. That's mm-hmm. how they were, their dog and their two kids, and then the mom and the dad, and the dad goes to work and the mom stays at home. Mm-hmm. Whereas the black woman has worked hard the to get to where fences. we are. Girl
0: <laughs> and that narrative looks so much different. It looks so, I think, so much different. I think that too is why black feminism looks a little different though, too, is because We've been through the, like I said we sometimes drought. like we, we're always the mom, but sometimes we had to be the mom and the dad. Mom, I mean mom, the
1: dad, the uncle, the stepdad, the you know, brother, the true, everything.
0: Very, very true. So I think our, our level of strength it we have to be different. with be strong for different reasons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think like white feminism until now, until it became so integrated and until it was just feminism I feel like I did kind of look at it as black and white because I feel like what white women were, were fighting for was for the masses but it was very exclu- it could be exclusionary you right. know what I'm saying like no let's I, like let's talk about like the suffrage movement you know what I'm saying like these women were fighting to vote and it was black women fighting to vote and there were white women fighting to vote but back then right It's not like those white ladies wanted the black people to be voting too, the black woman to be voting too. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that's something different, I don't want to generalize, but I think that's how, that's why for me it looked different, but now I'm kind of seeing it come together.
1: Right. Their struggle is more so getting out from underneath the white man. Yeah. That's the the white woman's struggle. Facts. I love that. Whereas, the, whereas the black woman's struggle is to get equality from every man. Yeah. Because we've already accomplished the black man. We've lifted them up and put them on a pedestal and cared for them and nurtured them. But at this point, now it's about us. Mm-hmm. Like now I want to I stand on that pedestal. Right, right. And I want you to push me and help me, elevate me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We have two different struggles, but I feel like the umbrella and the overarching subject is just, you know, it's one thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, we all have one goal. Yeah. But being black and a feminist is hard.
0: It is. It is so hard. It is. Because I think I often find myself sometimes, like... So like one. I have to choose. Oh my gosh. I feel like
1: that too. Like if I'm in a discussion and someone says like something about like black people. If someone says like black women are ratchet.
0: Automatically I'm I think I'm thinking black. I'm thinking black. Yeah. I'm like, you know, let's retract that statement yeah. cuz being black is not synonymous with being ratchet. Can I can I tell you that's exactly my thought process? Yeah. I literally sit
1: there and I'd be like, being black has nothing to do with being ratchet. Yeah. That's that person's, you know, choice to be ratchet. Mm -hmm. But then now you're talking about a black woman. So what happened to, how about dad catch me outside, girl? Because she wasn't black at all. She's not black, but she's (laughs) ratchet as hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Very, very true. So how do you get to depict, how do you make the decision on what you go hard for at that very moment when someone comes at you with... That black girl is ratchet. Yeah, it's so difficult, and mm-hmm. it like it scares me for like the younger generations mm-hmm. because now they're gonna be put into these situations where they have to choose a side. Am I a a, a feminist? Am I a pro black? Am yeah. I well, my hope pro LGBT. Like, right. what am I?
0: My hope is that like our generation, like millennials, make it an effort, make a hard hard effort to like combine all of those so a child, like our children, don't feel like we have to choose. Because right. I think our parents' generation was caught between choosing black and white. Yo, you know what I'm gosh, saying? Now definitely. we're we're in the crossroads of sex and color, race and color. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, wait, that's the same thing. No, no, no. Gender and race. That's what I mean. And then I hope I hope by the time we have kids, and it may take a little longer, but I hope we start to work. I think we are starting to work. Our kids don't have to be like, well, which one do I have to be? Right. Like, am I? That's also
1: the thing where you talked about in the previous podcast, like, too white for the white people, too black for the black that, people. Yeah. Hopefully that whole stereotype diminishes and just, yeah. like, self-destructs because that's, like, the worst thing.
0: Yeah. That's confusing and it's unfortunate. It's so
1: unfortunate. Did you see Donald Trump? Like, he took off the, the ban that Obama had put that um, LGBT students yeah. can use. The bathroom. I mean, transgender students can, can use-, use the bathroom that they're sex, you know, that mm-hmm. they relate with. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah. How can you tell somebody that they have they're a woman, they feel like a woman, but they can't use the
0: woman's bathroom. Yeah. And I think that, that strikes up a whole nother thing. I totally agree with what you said. Like I I think why it's whole it's easy for people to be like, that's that makes no sense because that's not them. Right. And I You know, that's not me either, but imagine waking up every day and feeling like I don't belong in the body right. that I'm feeling in. feeling that you're not who you think you are. Like, like, imagine. I wake up, and I don't feel like a girl. Like, what if I really truly felt like a boy, but I have boobs? I got to go see a gynecologist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am getting it left and right. I need to have my eyebrows waxed and no hair on my legs and right. shave my underarms. Like And the most
1: non-biased like, person in the whole America should be the president. Like, he shouldn't be biased. He shouldn't be. And he's the most biased person I have ever seen in my life. He literally leans all the way to the Republican side. Planned Parenthood is going to be gone soon. And which just
0: crazy because that... Like, all he, all Republicans think Planned Parenthood does is abort kids. And that's really not true. That, um, there are so many women who don't have money to see a gynecologist, who can't afford birth control, who, you know... We get screened all the time, your, your pap smear, and all that stuff, STD testing. Imagine if I couldn't pay for it because right. I'm on my mom's insurance. Right. I mean, I, I with my job, by the grace of God, I can have my own insurance too. But I can't <laughs> afford that right now. They can't be taking it out of my check right now. So <laughs> right. I'm on my mom's insurance. Imagine my mom didn't have insurance and I couldn't afford to have it come out of my check. What am I going to do? What would you do? And it's not even like like you said about the abortions, like
1: pap smears. Yeah. Checkups. I went to Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't never. I never been to a gynecologist or anything. The first thing I went to was Planned Parenthood. Like after high school, because mm-hmm. I was like, "What the hell does yeah. it do?"
0: But even so, even with the abortions, I mean, I guess this is. I, I feel like people by now know that I'm very liberal. But a woman's right to choose is her right to choose, and that's another feminist topic. Right. Imagine if I felt that I, I'm not equipped to carry a child. No man can do it. A- exactly. So, so I'm gonna have to. And granted, you know, people get, probably gonna come back with the whole you can, um, put it up for adoption and stuff like that. But I still have to carry it in my body, for nine months, and I feel that I can't even do that. You know what I'm saying? And Imagine that's if your I choice. have a mental situ- you know, dis- disorder, and I don't, I'm not in the right mind frame to to have a child. Imagine if I was raped, and I had to keep it, and I had to look at that kid every day. It's not that kid's fault, but and, that's something that happened to me. And you don't have insurance, so now
1: what you gonna so do? So what
0: am I gonna do? That's it's when you see people shame. starting to find wire coat hangers. It's a damn shame. No, seriously, and and going to it's not even upstairs funny. Like it's actually going to be our reality soon. Mm. And that's I saw a graphic that said, um, "Banning abortion doesn't make for less abortions; it makes for more deaths from due to abortion." Basically. Which is so true because it, it's going to be there's going to be an uptick in women dying because they're trying to get rid of kids. And that's what happened. There's when you is a take much safer way.
1: Disgusting. It is, but. Just
0: to, we got really deep in there. We we went down the rabbit hole. Feminism to (laughs) black
1: and everything. But just to like wrap it all up, ladies, gentlemen, anyone, please, 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 do your research on feminism before you come to someone with an opinion that you have that sounds just so dumb. Dumb. Please, feminism comes in all different shapes and sizes, colors, people. Do not generalize anyone based off of how they feel and the want for equality. Yeah. That's just Or their gender.
0: It's crazy. Horrible. It is. But, But yes, thank you guys so much. Um, We got real crazy We did. did. Baines is coming out of Jordan next. (laughs) I was crying, but now I'm not anymore because I'm passionate. As okay, hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know um, what I'm saying. So yeah, if any of you out there see Obama just glowing and living his best life, make sure you tell yeah. him. Yeah, uh, God is culture. Send Joseph, him to the <laughs> uh, and Sasha are linked. <laughs> yes. Um, what was our affirmation again this week? We have to do fresh. Fruits. Oh, you know, damn. <laughs> I, was, can, I ain't have enough room. <laughs> oh, you just skipped that part. Well, actually, it says it right here, but I just didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay guys. So I got you guys with the fresh face. I told you last week I was going to tell you guys all about the raw African black soap. Yes. So, personally, I get my African black soap from one of my friends who's um from Ghana and her mom like goes to Ghana often and she brings back like probably the size of Jordan's head of black soap. Is this soap. a forehead joke? No, this is Uh-oh.
0: your <laughs> <full> head,
1: like <laughs> neck to forehead. <laughs> And like we literally break it off in pieces and use it for like the whole year. It's like the best thing ever. So the soap is actually was actually created to treat like rashes or like extreme not extreme cases of eczema, but like a herbal, more natural way to use to take care of eczema skin or rosacea and stuff like that. It's really, really good. So the skin is extremely like it's it's natural soap. It's made out of natural like shea butter oils and all that combined to make it i know different people make different types with different um ingredients Mm -hmm. but the one i use is pretty much raw it's just like the shea butter the soap and everything like that yeah um i use it for everything i use it to wash my face i use it to take a shower i use it like a full body moisturizer i use it to just like sit on my face and like throughout the day, not throughout the day but like like almost like a face mask. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it on and let it dry for a while. Like it's like a everyday cleanser. And I know some people are used to using like a cleanser like I don't know, give me like a drugstore brand.
0: of black soap?
1: No, like any Oh,
0: like Neutrogena.
1: Like a Neutrogena. But do you turn that around and look at the back and you see what the You can't even pronounce. You can't even say the things that are in these things. And yeah. you may think Oh they're so good like it smells so good no not everything that smells good is good for you and that's yeah. that's important because you know I like to eat so sometimes my mom tell me that you know sometimes you can't be eating everything right but yeah um I use it as a cleanser for everything it's amazing. Um, I would definitely say try it the most natural way possible because that's how I got my results but yeah I try to stay away from drugstore brands I'm like on this organic fix in life right now since like, January 1st but like yeah like, I really like is the smell isn't great you know it yeah. doesn't smell like freaking rose petals but okay. it works yeah. it takes off my makeup it cleanses my face in the morning it washes off my makeup like it's everything so yeah give it a try Um, it's not even cute too just to point that in there yeah. if you see it and it's like real ugly and you're like I don't think Shanice is talking about this no that's what that's, she was talking that's about that's exactly what I'm talking about it's pretty ugly
0: Yeah. so yeah Oh, that's and just as a soap. heads up, I really like Shea Moisture products. However, their black soap isn't really black soap. It's like it's, it's like a soap that's black and it has like black soap chips in it. Oh,
1: Okay. But it's
0: not like real black soap. So if you guys are trying to find one in a drugstore, I would say you're not gonna store. find it in a drugstore. Like yeah. I would ju- like street markets, like organic. Yeah. Uh, not well. I guess you could find like organic. organic. Um, Whole Foods. Whole, yeah. What are those stores? Health food stores. I couldn't think yeah. of a freaking word. Health food stores have them sometimes. Trader yeah. Joe's, you can try there. It or, depends um, where you live though, because they, you know,
1: that's the true. purchasing
0: is different. Flea markets,
1: yeah, I see them everywhere. I if you
0: have friends who are African,
1: African, ask them. Like, there's a lot of African markets. If you're from New Jersey, I was Newark, gonna say
0: New Jersey. If you're in New York, I know um, one of our friends gets hers in the neighborhood she's from in Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, so it's anywhere. You just got to go out there and look for it. And, you know, if you're having a hard time, shoot us an email and I will find it for you.
0: Oh, that's so sweet of you.
1: Anytime. But, yeah,
0: we can wrap it up. Yeah.
1: Cause now that I'm not going <laughs> to cut
0: you off this time. Right. <laughs> <you> <laughs> cut off my whole part. But what was our affirmation? Uh, gotcha. Today
1: I affirm with resilience must come tenderness. Let's just remember, guys, a feminist... You don't have to be raw, raw. You can be calm, soft spoken, and still be a feminist. Don't let anybody tell you different.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, our embossed again was Ashley Hunter with gifts for all occasions. We will have her info in the description of this episode and on our social media. Um, ladies and gents, we have t shirts. Our t shirts oh are gosh. on sale, our hats are on sale. We go to slash shop. You will see our God a Goddess t-shirt, our Goddess Culture logo t-shirt, and two hats. Um, one hat says Goddess Culture. The other one says Goddess. They're both black. Um, we also have little kids shirts. So they say Goddess in Training with sparkly, beautiful so letters. So cute. So cute. Um, so, yeah, place your order. So, guys,
1: um, I just want to thank you guys. The launch was... Amazing. Amazing. Like, the outpour of support, the orders we got. I cannot wait to see everyone take pictures in his shirt. Like, I might yeah, be emotional. So if, when you
0: get your shirt, make sure you take a picture, you post it on your social media, tag us, we'll repost it.
1: No, definitely. We
0: also have some surprises dropping for you guys this week. We yes. have our
1: first vlog that will be up this week. We're so excited about it. And let I'm going to let Jordan tell you guys a little bit about it.
0: Okay, so, yeah, we're actually starting another series um, on top of our um regular episodes we're going to be talking about like shorter topics topics that don't require like a full episode but we still want to talk about it so we're going to be dropping one of those also thank you so much to the people who signed up to be our blog contribu- contributors because yes. we're getting those blogs up next week so pumped um march is booked up thank you guys for signing up if anybody would like to contribute in april we are still taking um not it's not like a formal application but we're still taking inquiries so um go to goddessxculture.com slash contact and let us know if you are interested and we'll get you all hooked up you know it and, and there's a there's a little bit of good stuff that comes with being a blog contributor too we get we, we tell you um when you let email them, us yeah but, you know you it's get a some, lot of gifts mm, like mm. things
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thank you guys for always listening we love you
0: Bye.